Acts chapter 1. Are you there? How many know we can have a good time at church? I, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit because I think so many times a lot of us live as if we've forgotten that the Holy Spirit is in us and with us. We've forgotten that the Holy Spirit has come to give us life. We've forgotten that the Holy Spirit has come to give us power. We've forgotten that the Holy Spirit is an active agent in our life that wants to empower us, wants to propel us, wants to move us forward. Today, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit is here. There's nothing to be afraid of. Sometimes we talk about the Holy Spirit. People are like, wait a minute, somebody's going to hang off the roof. Somebody's going to fly around the roof. That's not what we're talking about. But the Holy Spirit wants to work in you. It is alive. It is active. And I think we need to tap into the Holy Spirit more than we do today I want to serve as a reminder that the Holy Spirit is with us look at Acts chapter 1 you guys there beginning in in verse 1 this is Luke he's writing he's gonna hand the letter over to his friend Theophilus he's he wants her to pass it around to different churches of the story so he writes in my former book obviously the book that's named after him Luke he says in my former book how many love Uncle Luke he's awesome he wrote two books of the Bible he says I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the Apostles he had chosen after his suffering he presented himself to them and gave many convictions proofs that he was alive he appeared to them over a period of how many days Jesus popped up out of the grave he was looking so fresh and so clean he's hanging around with the disciples for 40 days and for 40 days he's giving them instructions he's living life for them for 40 days they're eating together living life and this is what he's about to tell them it says this on one occasion while he was eating with them he gave them this command do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with what? The Holy Spirit. It says, then they gathered around them and they asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know. It's none of your business. None of your business. Verse 8. But you will receive what? Oh, come on. Like, like, like come on. This is the 11th. But you will receive what? power with the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea Samaria and to the ends of the earth come on somebody shout power this morning oh come on like you had a croqueta at least like you had some cafe con leche somebody say power come on I got a message on my heart this morning I want you to write this down at the top of your notes right I've got power I've titled it I've got power shake three people around you and tell them I've got some power Come on, but shake them like you got some power in you. I've got power. You know what I think? I think so many times, so many believers are living this defeated life. Like, oh man, I can't make it. I'm not going to be able to survive another day. God has forgotten about me. God is not with me. I don't see him. He's not listening to my prayers. And we've forgotten that we have something untapped on the inside of us. It is the spirit of God. It is the Holy Spirit. We've got some power inside of us. And I think what God wants to do is wake up his people and tell them, you've got power. Somebody shout power come on you got some power inside of you God didn't make us to be these weak believers to be these weak Christians walking around with our head down with our face long like oh my goodness life is okay I guess God is it no we got some power we got some come on we got some energy inside of us it is the Holy Spirit force that is with us to propel us to move forward it is the power of the Holy Spirit 
And I think we've forgotten about the Holy Spirit or we've gotten scared of the Holy Spirit because of past experiences or past things we heard. And when we, somebody mentions the Holy Spirit, we say, my God, what's going to happen? Somebody's going to fly. Somebody's going to go crazy. No, because one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is self-control. That's just a show. I'm talking about power to live righteous, power to live free of sin, power to focus on Jesus. He's given us power. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Have you ever lost something? Losing? Have you ever lost your cell phone? Losing your cell phone is the absolute worst thing in the world. In the day that we live, now in age, if you lose your cell phone, you feel like you can't live. Can I get a witness? All of you guys need deliverance from your phones. <laughs> Myself included. Hey, we just feel like we can't live. Have you ever been looking for your phone everywhere? The other day I was looking for my phone everywhere. I could not find it. I'm like, I'm like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? I can't leave my house without my phone. I got some people that want to email me. Some people that are texting. I got to answer some stuff. Where's my phone? Half an hour later, it was inside my jacket the whole time. Has that ever happened? Worse than losing something is looking for it for a long time only to find out it was on you. Never, I'll never forget one time I was working with my dad. My dad's like, I just bought some sunglasses. I can't believe I lost my sunglasses. Looking for the sunglasses all over the place. I try to help him look for sunglasses. All of a sudden, I look at him and I said, Dad, sunglasses are on your head. <laughs> that ever happened to anybody? I mean, you're just looking all over the place and the whole time it was on you. I feel like there's some believers that are living life like if something is missing, like they can't find anything, like they can't survive. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit is on you. You've just forgotten to tap into it. You've got some power to live the life that God has called you to live, a life of victory, a life to move forward. Come on, somebody shout power. We got power inside of us. I can't live this life. I can't go forward. I've, we got the Holy Spirit. This is what Jesus came to drop off as he went up to the Father. He said, I'm not leaving you by yourself. I'm leaving you a gift called the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, it is beautiful. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Boy, got me hype. The Holy Spirit has been around for all eternity. He was with God. As many of you know, maybe you don't know, God is a trinity. It is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. It is one in three, three in one. Alex, but I don't get that. Listen, if you think about it long enough, you are, smoke is going to come out your ears and your brain is going to fry. There's some things about God that are hard to understand. He is a trinity. Three in one, one in three. God, one God in three different versions. And the Bible says that ever since the beginning of creation, the Holy Spirit was there and so is Jesus. In fact, in the book of Genesis, he says, let us make man in our image. It was God talking to the Trinity saying, let us make man in our image. Jesus was there. In the book of John, it says that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And everything was made through him. Jesus was there. And it also says in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 that in the beginning the earth was dark and void but the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Spirit of God was alive. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit has always been there. The Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. The Holy Spirit wants to hover over your life. The Bible says in the book of Luke that when Mary, when the angel came to Mary and was going to tell her, hey, you're going to be pregnant with Jesus, it says, but the Holy Spirit would come and empower you and overshadow you with his power. Literally, when he says that the Holy Spirit will come upon you, it literally means hovering. Hovering, when the Bible talks about hovering, it literally means almost like a bird that is, is over its eggs, that it's about to give life to, and the bird is hovering over the S, eggs. Another example is like a, an eagle that goes to the nest and is hovering over her babies that have just been hatched. The Holy Spirit, it is hovering over your spirit. It is hovering over your life. I love this picture because it represents that every single time the Holy Spirit is hovering over anything, it's because life
life is about to break through. It's because life is about to happen. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit wants to hover over your life to break through with power, to break through with life, to break through with victory. This is the Holy Spirit that we have. He's hovering over the water. He is, ho he is over you. I think so many times we forget that the Holy Spirit is with us. That we have something, we have some power inside of us. Uh, so we live a life of defeat. We live this, we live this life of I can't make it. I can't break through with this sin, this habit, this addiction. It's got me down. This is the life I guess I was supposed to live. This is my struggle. The struggle's real. How many know that the power of God is more real than any struggle you can face? He comes to give you victory. He comes to propel you forward. It is the power of God. You've got some power inside of you. Jesus is walking around with, with the disciples and, and he's talking to them about life and he's saying, hey, listen, I'm about to ascend up to the Father. I'm about to go up to the Father. And they're like, wait, wait, what do you mean, Jesus? How are you going to leave us? We don't want to be by ourselves. You're a master. You are a teacher. You are a savior. We don't, we don't want to be by ourselves. Look at the Bible says in the book of John. This is what, what Jesus tells them. Jesus says, but very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I go away. Unless I go away, the advocate, another translation says the friend, the helper will not come down to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove to the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin because people do not believe in me. About righteousness because I'm going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. Come on. Is anybody thankful that we have the spirit of truth? Is anybody thankful that we have a helper? Is anybody thankful that we have a friend? Come on. We have some power. He is the helper, the guide, the counselor, the trusted one that is going to lead us and direct us. Another translation says, he will grab us by the hand and lead us and guide us in all truth. When we don't know what to do, when we don't know where to go, when we don't know what decision to do, he will guide us and lead us. Maybe you're in here this morning. You're dealing with a situation. You're dealing with a decision that you have to make. You say, God, do I do this? Do I do that? What do I do with this relationship? What do I do with this business? What do I do with this financial circumstance? What do I do with this habit? What do I do with this addiction? The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in all truth. Have we tapped into the power of the Holy Spirit or have we forgotten? There's so many churches nowadays, we've forgotten that what we need is not more lights, we need more Holy Spirit. We've forgotten that what we need is not more production. What we need is more of the Spirit of God in our services. Listen, I'm all for lights. I love lights. I love the stage. I love all that. I'm for that. I'm not against that. It's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is we don't need more of that. What we need is more of the Holy Spirit in our services. We need an encounter with the presence of God, with the power of God to come and give us power to live, power to stay away from sin, power to live holy. Oh, come on. Somebody shout power. You got power this morning inside of you. Power to live the way God has called us to live. So Jesus is like, hey, I'm going away. But before I go, I want you to go up to Jerusalem. Wait, because the Holy Spirit is going to fall on you. And he's going to fall on you and give you power. He's going to give you power. When he gives you power, it says you will beat my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit is going to come to empower you. Uh, we don't have a God that has powerless children. We have a powerful God that gives power to his children. He wants to give you power this morning. 
He wants to give you power to realize, hey, there's the Holy Spirit inside of me. That he's come to give me life and life more abundantly. That I can move forward. That I can overcome this situation. That I can overcome this temptation. That I can overcome this sin because you have power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. It is all him. I want to share with you three quick points over the next few minutes that I hope can help you out this morning. Point number one, write this down. They're fast in the media room today. Number one, write this down. You have more in you than you think you do, so you can do more than you think you can. You have more in you than you think you do, so you can do more than you think you can. Well, Alex, I can't do it. Alex, I can't overcome this thing. Alex, God can never use me. Alex, I don't think God wants to use me to join a team. I don't think God wants to use me to lead a connect group. I don't think God wants to use me to speak to my neighbor, to speak to my coworkers, because I can't. Let me ask you a question. When has it ever been about us? It's not about us. It's not about what we can do. It's not about how much giftings we had. It's not about, it's not about our talent. It's not about how great and, and special we are. I think we focus too much on speeches and eloquence of our speech and how great you can talk. Listen, Moses had a stuttering problem. And even with his stutter, you remember that song by Joe? Even when I stutter, even with his stuttering problem, God still used him to go speak to Pharaoh and liberate over a million people because it does not matter what your condition is. When the Holy Spirit is upon you, he comes to give you power to use you in a special way Alex but I can't listen when there's less of us then there could be more of him yeah we got a decrease it's not about us there is more inside of you than you think there is it is the power of the Holy Spirit it is not on your strength it is not on my strength it is in his strength that's what the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can do what I can do what? All things. I love it because Paul there did it right. I can do some things. I can do maybe one thing. I can probably do a couple things. No, he says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because it's not about your strength or my strength. It's all about his strength. What is it that you're trying to overcome? What is it that you're facing that you're saying I can't do this? Listen, it's not upon you. It's all upon him. He wants to help you overcome all things through Christ who strengthens It's the spirit of God. Spirit of God is inside of you. He wants to give you power. There's more inside of you than you think there is. I remember I went over to my parents' house a while ago, and they used to have a basketball court in the back. And we're back there, and my nephews are back there, and they love to play basketball. And one of them, he wanted to dunk so bad. And he's tiny, you know, he's like five years old. And so I, Alex, help me dunk. I want to dunk. And so I pick him up, and he would come running. I would pick him up and help him dunk the ball. And you know, kids, they, they got more, more energy than an Energizer Bunny. And so it, after like the thousand time, I'm like, okay, my arms are getting tired. And he keep on picking me up and help me dunk. And over and over. And all of a sudden, he just started like, he thinks, he thinks he was bad. Like he started dunking in different ways. And I held him up in the air. And he's like doing a back dunk and 360, just spinning in the air and doing everything he can. I'm like, listen, I'm holding you. I'm trying. All of a sudden, it's almost like this confidence grew inside of him. Little did he know it wasn't him. It was me who was carrying him the whole time. I want to tell somebody in here that you think you can make it you think you can't overcome you think God can't use you it's not about your strength because in our strength we can't but we got the wind of heaven behind us he wants to pick you up he wants to use you you got more inside of you than you think there is you got the power of the Holy Spirit he wants to use you to impact this city he wants to use you to open up your mouth come on somebody shout power you got power inside of you it's not about us it's about the Spirit of God in us who wants to use us. The wind of heaven, it is on your back. It is the wind beneath our wings. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Yeah. It's not about me. 
It's about Jesus and everything he wants to do in and through me. It's the Spirit of God that came over me that says, hey, I come to give you power. And with that power, one of the things the Holy Spirit does is that he comes to give us gifts. Anybody here love gifts? There's nothing like Christmas morning. You wake, <laughs> we wake up Christmas morning, you see all these gifts, you're like, oh my goodness, I love Christmas morning. Why? We love to get gifts. God is such a good God. The Bible says he's the father of lights who gives good gifts to his children. The Holy Spirit comes to give us gifts. Look what the Bible says in the book of Corinthians, chapter 12. It says, now about the gifts of the Spirit. Paul is writing, people had questions about the gifts. It says, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, heathens, when you were far away from God, somehow or other, you were influenced, led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God can say Jesus be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. He says there's one Spirit, many gifts. And he comes to give you gifts. Let me tell you this morning, if you did not know, the Holy Spirit wants to give you some gifts here this morning. You got some gifts inside of you. It says, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. In other words, the reason the Holy Spirit wants to give you gifts is not so that you can point at yourself. It's not so that we can make a show. It's not so that people can know our name. I, got, I know people. We like to abuse the, the gifts of the Spirit. And we say, hey, look what I can do. Look at my strength. And remember, it is not about our strength. It says it's for the common good to lift up the name that is above every name. It is the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. All he does is point to Jesus always. This is what he wants to do. He says, to one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom to another a message of knowledge by the means of the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still to one other the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of the one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines this is, oh, that was it. Okay, nine different gifts. Nine different gifts that the Holy Spirit comes to give. It says it was a gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of preaching, the gift of teaching, the gift of prophecy. I wonder what gift God has given you this morning. And what we're doing is we're sitting on the gifts that God has given us. Alex, but I can't. God can't use me. I don't understand. Listen, you've got some power inside of you and you've got some gifts inside of you. What are the gifts that God has given you? There's more inside of you than you think there is. So you can do more than you think you can. I'm telling you, what are, what are the limits that we're placing on God? What are we saying no to that the Spirit of God has been saying yes to a long time? What is it that we are putting limitations on God? There is so much more that God wants to do it because there's so much more inside of you. I'm telling you, I believe God can use you in such an incredible way when we take the limits off. And the beautiful thing about this is that the power, it is, there's no shortage of power with God. And there's nothing like being connected to the source. I wonder this morning, we're connected to the source. Are you connected to the power of God and saying, God, I need you in my life? Write this down, point number two. The source is unlimited and the power is unmeasurable. So you can ask without limit and be filled without restriction. The source, it is unlimited. The power is unmeasurable. You can ask without limit and be filled without restriction. So many times, like Alex, but, but I've, I've walked with God before. Alex, I've asked God before to come into my life and to fill me. Yeah, but this is what the Bible says, that there is much more of God. He wants to give you much more than you can imagine. This is the Spirit of God. How many of us, we are living with an empty tank? 
Anybody in here, you love pushing your car to the max? I'm talking about when you're already on E and you just love pushing that thing. Anybody in here? All the husbands, one time. This morning, driving to church, my wife is like, there's no gas in the car. I said, listen, with that gas, we can go to West Palm Beach and back. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. It was below E. It's like I pushed it to the limit. One time I was pushing it so much to the limit, my car ran out of gas and I was stuck on the highway. Has that happened to anybody? That's the absolute worst. It just, I mean, you're stuck on the highway. I wonder how many of us are living with an empty gas tank of the Holy Spirit in our life. It's saying one time I was full of the Spirit. One time I was singing praises. One time I was full of singing hymns to God. I mean, I just loved it. I was full of the Spirit, the Spirit of God. I can talk to anybody. I can preach to anybody. I was so excited to come into church. So excited to go to work. So excited to preach to people. But all of a sudden, life has gotten in the way. Trouble has started. And all of a sudden, you are living and walking on an empty tank. The Bible says that He wants to fill you continually with the spirit of God you got power that the power is unlimited the unlimited resource that God has for you you can tap into that the Bible says this check this out on the verse Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18 do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life instead be filled with the Holy Spirit those two words right there be filled literally what it says in the Greek what Paul is saying is continually and constantly be filled with the Holy Spirit because uh, we all know that we leak. <laughs> and there's a leakage in our life. All of a sudden, I mean, you're full of the Spirit one day and come a couple days later, a couple problems later, a couple circumstances and a couple storms, you're going to be low on the Spirit. And all of a sudden, one, one day you're going to open up your mouth to say something. It's not because the Holy Spirit doesn't come out. You're going to curse out somebody. You're just going to be mad and upset and in a bad mood. It's like, wait a minute, what happened? Well, the Spirit of God, you haven't asked the Holy Spirit to fill you again. You haven't asked the Holy Spirit. You haven't gotten into the presence of God. You haven't gotten into a moment of worship and say, God, fill me in this moment right now. I want to be filled with your spirit. I don't want to be filled with anything else. I don't want to be intoxicated with anything else. I want to be filled with the spirit of God at all times. I'm telling you, there's some power that God wants to fill you with, but you got to tap into it. You got to ask God if we could change the music sometimes in our car. I know we're listening to Pitbull, 305 Dolly, but every once in a while, you can change it and put some worship and say, oh, Holy Spirit, Come like a fire, burn in me, consume me, fill me. I need more of you. Come on, anybody in here, say, God, I want more of that power. I want more of that Holy Spirit. He's giving you power to live. He's giving you power to live righteous and victory. Come on. Got to ask the Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Come. Why are we living this life defeated? Because we have it. We've forgotten about the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit, we, we know God the Father, we know Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit, oh yeah, he's the one that I guess follows me around, I don't know. He's in you, he wants to work in and through your life. He wants, he's the one that gives you the power to live a life full of victory. He's the one that wants to work in and through you to look like Jesus and be formed like Jesus. Have we forgotten about the Holy Spirit? I'm not talking about some craziness, I'm not talking about somebody acting crazy because they say they're full of, I'm talking about living a life where now conviction is in your heart. It's the Holy Spirit bringing conviction, saying, don't do this, don't do that. Hey, listen, this is the way to go. He is leading you, guiding you. The guilt is from the devil. Guilt separates you from God. Conviction is from the Holy Spirit, and it leads you to God. He wants to give us conviction to live a holy life. He wants to give us conviction to live right and say, God, I want to follow. He wants to fill you with victory and power. Have we forgotten about the Holy Spirit? This morning, I pray that you would say, God, I want you to fill me with your presence. I want you to fill me. I want to be filled, continually be filled with the Spirit of God. When he does, I'm telling you, everybody will notice in your life. People will turn around and say, wait, there's something different about him. There's something different about her. 
I mean, they're just living this life spirit-led and people will see it. He says, well, you will receive power and all of a sudden you will go through Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the world. The Spirit of God comes to give us power to be witnesses for him. One of the main purposes of the Holy Spirit is so that we can preach and tell people about Jesus. Alex, how can I tell coworkers? Alex, how can I speak to my family about Jesus? When we begin to be full of the Spirit of God, we may not know what we're going to say, but you just begin to talk and it's the Holy Spirit talking through you. All of a sudden, there'll be some boldness inside of you to preach. Point number three, and we, we wrap up with this and the band can come up. We don't get filled up to keep it to self. We've got power to reach out and help. We, we don't get full of the Spirit so that we can keep it ourselves and hold it ourselves. And this morning, the Holy Spirit does not want to fill you so that you can sit in a seat for the rest of your life and not be used by God. This, this morning, the Holy Spirit does not want to come and invade your life and invade your heart so that you can remain the same and not share with anybody the good news of the gospel of Jesus. Why the Holy Spirit wants to fill you is so you can reach out and help somebody. Because we're living in a city that is in complete need. There's over 2.5 million people in Miami-Dade County alone. And there's people dying left and right. People ODing in clubs and people, I mean, just passing away left and right from different situations. And all these things affecting their life. And I wonder if the church is full of the presence of God and the Spirit of God to begin to reach out and help somebody. And we cannot reach in our own strength. We cannot speak on our own strength. God cannot use us in our own strength. It is when we lean on the Spirit of God and say, God, I need your Spirit. I need your power. He will give you the words. He will give you the conviction. He will give you the strength that you need to help the city of Miami. I think what we need is a church to stand up and say, Spirit of God, use me. Spirit of God, I'm available. Spirit of God, fill me with your power. I want to reach somebody. I need to stretch out my hand, pick somebody up. I I need to speak up with bonus. I need to speak up with power. It is only the Spirit of God that comes to give us the power that we need. I'm telling you, there's some people in here today that God wants to fill you with His presence. God wants to fill you with His Spirit. It is the Spirit of God that can help us reach out and help somebody. I'm telling you, it's, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that's going to come enabling you maybe you're in a place in a workplace where you say Alex this thing is impossible I can never speak up I mean what will people think listen when the power of God comes over you you would open up your mouth and all of a sudden the word of knowledge is going to come a word of wisdom is going to come a word of prophecy is going to come all of a sudden you are empowered by the Holy Spirit all of a sudden you'll find yourself approaching somebody like listen I don't know what you're going through but but are you I just feel like I just want to pray for your marriage people will be like what do you what do you mean how how do you know me and my wife are going through this? It's the Spirit of God that revealed it to me. It's the gifting of God. Not to give yourself glory, but to give Him all the glory. The Holy Spirit always points to Jesus. Always points to Jesus. It's not to point to ourselves, always point to, point to Him. I wonder what God wants to do in this church. I wonder what God wants to do through Calvary in the city of Miami. If this week, we were all full of the Spirit of God. And we said, I'm not gonna forget about this power that I have inside of me. It's not about me. Wait, I, I, know, I know I'm weak. I know I got this issue. 
I may be going through this habit, but I got this power that I can tap into. It is the friend. It is the counselor. It is the advocate. It is the spirit of truth that leads me and guides me. And he came to give me power to live. He gave me power to live holy. He gave me power to overcome temptation. He's in me. I'm going to tap into that power. Oh, Holy Spirit, fill me. And all of a sudden, you will walk into your workplace. You'll begin to open up your mouth and people will be drawn to you. All of a sudden, you'll open up your mouth and healing will come out. All of a sudden, you'll open up your mouth and people will be drawn to the Jesus that you're pointing to. Because what we got is a bunch of believers saying, I haven't forgotten the power of God. It is in me. It wants to work through me to reach this city. I will not stop. I will not be quiet. The Holy Spirit, I've got some power inside of me. I got some power I haven't reached to yet. Come on. I'm telling you, I want to pray for some people this morning. You're in here and you've forgotten that the Holy Spirit has come to give you power. You've been living your life just day by day trying to survive. I don't believe God wants to live. God, God doesn't want us to live in survival. He wants us to live in revival. He wants you to live full of his presence, full of his power. I was talking to the young people at camp and I preached this message and I told them, listen, you're not going to go to school and think that you can overcome all these temptations on your own power. You're not going to go to school and be able to overcome some of the things that they're throwing at you and begin to talk to people on your own power. And sometimes that thought can scare you and so what it'll do, it'll hold you back. And you'll say, well, I can't share my faith and I can't tell people about Jesus and, and I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing because that's just the easiest thing. And I said, but what you got? It is the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to stand up. The Bible says that, that Peter stood up with authority, full of the Holy Spirit, preached, and 3,000 people came to Jesus in one day. Oh, come on. That's only through one man. Imagine if over 2,000 people of Calvary, full of the Holy Spirit, began to speak up and stand up, full of the Spirit. And you go you're into your workplace. I go into my workplace. You go into your neighborhood, and I go into my neighborhood. And full of the Spirit, we just stand up and say, I don't know what to say, but all I know is that Jesus, I was lost and now I'm found. I was blind and now I can see. I was dead and now I'm alive. I'm telling you what can happen in a city like ours. My God. Every eye closed, hand raised all over this place. I believe that the Holy Spirit is here. I believe that he wants to move in power. And I believe that he wants to fill you this morning. I believe there's some people in here that you've been struggling through situations. And you've been going through circumstances. And you're saying, I just need more of the Holy Spirit. I believe he wants to fill you this morning. You forgot. We go day by day forgetting about the Holy Spirit. We walk day and night and we forget to tap into the Holy Spirit. All over this place, every person, if you can, on your feet, hands raised, eyes closed. I believe that God wants to fill some people in here with the Holy Spirit and remind you that he's with you. Remind you that he's the helper. Remind you that he's the counselor. And that you've got some power inside of you. Father, I thank you this morning for each and every person. Holy Spirit, I pray that you come falling down upon every life. I pray you, God, would come filling us from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. God, I pray that we will be a church full of your presence. I pray that we will be a church full of your power, God. That as we walk out this building, God, the power of your spirit walks out with us and goes with us into every neighborhood, into every street, into every house, into every workplace, God. And we will begin to lift up the name of Jesus, God. That you want to use us, not because there's anything good in me, because everything is good is found in you, Jesus. And your Holy Spirit wants to give some power this morning, God. Fill your church with power. In Jesus' name, our eyes are closed and heads are bowed all over this place. There's some people in here that you're saying, Alex, I don't have a relationship with God. 
I'm far away from God. There's some people in here that you're saying, Alex, but I'm messed up. There's, I, got, I got sin in my life and I've been making some wrong choices. I've been following my own path. And you feel like you are so far from God. Maybe you're here in the auditorium, in the overflow, in the foyer. Maybe you're listening on the radio or online. If you're in here and you're saying, Alex, I don't have a relationship with God. I'm far from God. Been making my own decisions, my own path. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. The Bible says that God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. All over this place, I want to let you know that sin comes to separate us from God. Sin separates, but where sin separates, God comes to make a bridge, a gap through his son Jesus. The Bible says that all of us are sinners. Me and you, we failed God. Nobody in here is perfect. We failed God. We've sinned. Some of us are ashamed and embarrassed of some of the things we've done. The beautiful thing about the gospel is that God knows what we've done and loves us still. He loves you so much. I believe it's not a coincidence that you came into this place today. I believe it's not a coincidence that you're listening. I believe it's God himself who brought you to remind you that he loves you. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he sent his only son Jesus to come and take your sin, my sin, our shame, our guilt. Took it up upon a cross and he died for our sins. The Bible says that he went into the grave for three days, but after three days, he defeated sin and the grave could not hold him down. Jesus is alive today and he's offering a brand new life, a brand new beginning, forgiveness of sins. Today he wants to give you a brand new start all over this place while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, while the church is praying. If you're in here and you're saying, Alex, I need a relationship with God. I need to start brand new. I need forgiveness of my sins. And today I want to put my faith and my trust in Jesus. I'm going to count to three. I believe hands are going to be raised up in the auditorium and the overflow and in the lobby. At the count of three, if that's you, if you say, I need a relationship with God. At the count of three, I want you to raise your hand as high as you can. You're saying, I need Jesus in my life. You raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand as high as you can. Amazing, amazing. Hands being raised up everywhere. I'm going to acknowledge you, then you can put it right back down as high as you can. God bless you. 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 God bless you back there. God bless you here to the right. God bless you as well. Amazing. In the overflow. God bless you back there as well. In the foyer. You raise your hand right where you're at. My God, the Spirit of God is here. I believe, come on, some people are going from death to life right now. Amazing. The Bible says that when one person turns around and gives their life to Jesus, there is a party in heaven. Come on, how many know there's a party in heaven right now? All of you that raise your hand, with every eye closed, every head bowed, all of you who raise your hand in the lobby, overflow, auditorium, online, radio, if you raise your hand, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. It's a simple prayer that all we're doing is putting our faith and our trust in Jesus. Repeat this with me out loud. God is here. He's listening. He's about to come into your life and make you brand new. Say this out loud with me. In fact, the whole church, we're going to repeat it out loud. Say, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this morning. I admit that I'm a sinner and that my sin separates me from you. Jesus come into my life be my lord and be my savior i believe you're the son of god that you died for my sins and on the third day you rose again from today on i am saved i am healed i am forgiven and i will follow you all the days of my life in jesus name amen and amen come on church Come on, can we put our hands together? Come on, can we celebrate this morning?